Attention fantasy footballers. Whatever it takes. Lineups are due soon, and we're getting you ready. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. That's what we do. You like that? I might get a little emotional. Get the latest news, injury reports, weather at outdoor stadiums. Expert analysis. Over a dozen years of fantasy coverage. Sunday mornings were made for fantasy football conversation with you. Here's your hosts, Baby Tausch, Bill Schmid, and the franchise, Tim Allen. And welcome in another edition of Fantasy Football Weekly as it is week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy football championship season. Tim and Tausch take over. Evan Heffelfinger is here. Dan Plucker is here. Got the full crew together. And it is week four. And we told you, we warned you uh, back prior to the season that don't blink, don't do it, because it's going to be week three, four, or five before you know it. And here we are, right in the middle of that. It's week four. Yeah, and the worst part is sometimes you're still in a, in a rut. This is where the tough part is of, of the schedule, of fully being in every single week and, and reading in on the rush defense that you're facing with your RB2 flex options. That's what we're here for. We'll give you some of the advice that you need. Yeah, but we need to go back to last night. Just... Uh, Oh, Just on. a little bit here. <laughs> um, I'm I'm even more upset this morning than I was last night on the post game. Shame, yeah. I didn't sleep well last night. Um, yeah, it was it was rough. And there were some uh, decision making issues. Now that now that I've had time to sleep on it and then regroup and do all the reading this morning and mm-hmm. recalculating what uh, could have been in that game, I don't really like to move backwards. For the most part, it's always, you know, a little forward thinking yeah, all the with time. Yeah, friends at Forward Financial Partners. But in this case, I got to go back, and I took a, I don't know, I was reanalyzing the play at the plate with Kane in the ninth. And Butera, if I had to do that again, I would advise Lorenzo Kane to put that dude in the second row. Mm-hmm. Blocking the go plate. Right through. The, the, the rule states a clear path to the plate. The clear uh, path doesn't state that it's between the dude's legs. The ball is about three feet out of his glove, and he's clearly planted blocking the plate. Right in front of it. And and two, Tim, I don't know what the rule is, but once the ball comes, I don't believe that when, when you're taught that you have to allow for a clear path to the plate, that you go and get on the tag. Like, his arms get extended on the tag up top of Lorenzo Cain. And, and it forcibly makes him less of a, a opportunity to get to home plate. It, so he can have the aggressive move, but the runner can't. See, so so then it's compounded then. You're right. blocking the plate. And I agree with Craig Council. I went back and I listened to what Craig said about it, and, and he was right on the money. If you're going to have the rule, you got to implement it. You have to implement it. It's, it's the same that we've had with replay challenges in the last couple of years with – this rule in baseball in particularly, if you have the ability to change the call, don't be afraid to change the call. Wow. And I don't blame the field umpires down there. Sadly, they have no say. They don't. Which makes no sense. And this is out of New York. You can't consult with those guys down there, and they can't give a reminder that would come more accepted than a manager griping, right? It would come more accepting 
if it, the home plate umpire says, hey, dude, are you guys sure on this? Are you because sure about that? Butera was kind of planted there. I don't believe There's he had no a conversation path. whatsoever between New York and the field manager or field umpire. They just get the call and then they have to relay it. Just ridiculous. Just ridiculous. We're going to make uh, heads or tails out of a huge game in Brewerland today at 1 o'clock. The uh, on deck show will get you ready for this final regular season game. Come on. Final. Come in all excited, happy, and now we talk about that. Awesome, final thanks. scheduled regular season game because they could be in St. Louis tomorrow playing baseball. We'll, we'll find out. But in the meantime, I'll give you a distraction from Brewers baseball here for the next couple of hours. Fantasy Football Weekly, hour one, all informative. We'll get you the injury reports. Not a ton of outdoor games, but the ones that are outdoors, now you may think uh, twice about getting your kickers or – there's some wind issues. Dan Plucker will have that for you coming up. And then uh, hour number two, if you want to start emailing live at 105.7 FM, The Fan, uh, you can uh, start popping some emails in there. Social media, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Second hour of the show, all up to you guys. In the meantime, we're one game in, four teams off the docket here on the schedule. Obviously, the Eagles and Packers will not play today. Packers come out on the uh, downside. You guys have sliced and diced that up uh, on the Wendy's Big Show For on sure. Friday. But you get uh, three TDs from Carson Wentz, Jordan Howard with uh, a monster game. As you have him in your lineup, I talked to a couple of buddies of mine that said they had him on his bench. Yeah, I'm playing against <laughs> somebody that has him on the bench. So very, very happy about that. Yeah, absolutely. Very and happy then uh, Aaron Rodgers Couldn't busts up. Rodgers puts up some good numbers, some decent fantasy numbers. The uh, interceptions don't. Help for the first week, number. yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's, it is a bigger number. And then you also have the Jets and the 49ers as the stupid bye weeks come into play here. I'm oh, not a big an, fan. Of the bye week? I'm not a big fan. What, what do you mean? I think it should be intermission. I, I know Rami was giving me garbage about this for over a decade. I think there should be intermission in the middle of the NFL season where they all take a bye. Because I think at certain times it's un, it's a disadvantage to one team that gets a really nice break at the right time before a big stretch, healing up injuries, etc. And then the other team, like the Jets and the Niners here, they don't get a, a day off until the end of the year. Yeah. So, it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a luck of the draw. I get it. No, I don't. I mean, I, I thought you meant, like, in particular, you didn't like any buys. I, I think your idea is probably more of an amicable idea than – where you have one team, like you said, a week four by. Right. It's egregious. But once again, you know, the NFL's got to be smarter than everybody Luck else. Of the, the NBA draw. doesn't have an all-star break or like Networks a wouldn't spot like it. in the middle of the week. Baseball doesn't do that, do they? Where like they all the teams take a break? Oh, yeah, I guess they do. Huh. Hmm. Oh, I guess the NHL does too, so. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah. NBA. Starting. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think they do as well. They do I it think too. They do as well. Yes, yeah. uh, it's just I know the TV networks would not like loss of revenue there, but hey, so be it. All right, let's dig in to our full slate of games here in the NFL. It's Week Four in the NFL and Week Four in your fantasy matchup. Titans, Falcons. This is our first game here. Uh, Devontae Freeman owners like me still awaiting Devontae Freeman to get on a horse and ride it. Uh, that's not happening, although a little bit better, 88 yards on the ground for Devontae Freeman. Your boy, Matt Ryan, oh, hitting Julio Jones again. 
I mean, there's some points to be had on that Atlanta offense. Yeah, no doubt. And and I think the weird part about that Atlanta offense for me is, like, you still see the playmakers that are out there, and you still see the ability to score points all over the place, but they, they haven't been able to do it consistently. And I think the one thing about Tennessee, the Tennessee Titans are the one team in football that can clean out just – Make the game ugly. It's. I was just about it's to say ugly it's football. Ugliest. Whenever the Tennessee Titans are playing, been like so, that for five years. I, I stay completely away from Tennessee Titans and Atlanta Falcons football until the wagering window. So unpredictable the Tennessee Titans offense. You just can't figure. They could win a game 13-10, lose 14-7, and then run it up on you for about, I don't know 32 points. I mean, it's just I don't know. You can't trust too many people there. Are injuries going to play a factor, Falcons and Titans? Nothing, unless uh, you're really, really, really deep diving with Kenyon Barner coming off the as a third down option. Yeah, he is. There's a little ding up with Ito Smith, but it looks like he's going to go. Um, and we'll we'll find out. But uh, that weather uh, forecast not going to be a factor in it's in a dome. Redskins, Giants. Uh, two bad teams in the NFC East. You have. Uh, running back situation in which is a big time, big time hit for the number one pick overall in fantasy in most leagues, and that's Saquon Barkley. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta just you gotta troop through it. Those of you injuries play a part in every fantasy football season, and now it's Saquon Barkley going down. That's a high ankle sprain. That is going to be that's going to be a while. Yeah, it's going to be at least a month, month and a half probably on the short end. The toughest part about it is he is the most exciting player I've ever seen play running back. Now, I haven't seen – I didn't see Barry Sanders live. I didn't see some other ones. But that dude is the most exciting yeah. player I've ever seen at that position. You might have one up on Barry Sanders in that he's a better receiver than Sanders was. And he's Reggie Bush was at USC with like 20 pounds on him. Yeah. And then the other side of the ball, Terry McLaurin. That's going to be the injury to watch today. He practiced on Friday in in a limited capacity, and it appears that he's ready to go. Tough thing about Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry at this point with that hamstring, is going to be, I would say, pulled up a few different times. So he can still go. I don't know if you expect the workload from Terry McLaurin, but if he's out there, you know Case Keenum's going to try to give him the ball, and Sharif should be good as well. Um... And if you really are looking still at Jordan Reed playing football again, reports last week that he is finally Mm -hmm. contemplating hanging it up with the concussion issues, he's out again today. And AP, not pleased he wasn't in there on the goal line last week. I would have paid any kind of money to be able to witness that. To be on the sideline and hearing Adrian Peterson just go nuts. Oh, man, I I wanted to also. Horrified. Danny Dimes. Makes his uh, debut last week, and you go with him in daily. You missed hey, I, out if you didn't do, do it uh, last week in Tampa abs- Bay. Absolutely, I think you do tinker with that idea. Uh, that's it. You've got to be buying low there. I mean, you're you're talking like very very mid value on on Dan Daniel Jones at this point. You're looking like twelve to fifteen range in the salary. All right, let's let's see if weather is going to have an impact. Uh, Redskins and Giants. Yeah, it's a pretty nice day in East Rutherford. 75 degrees, 13-mile-per-hour wind gusts, no chance of rain. Should be a pretty nice day there. Chargers. Dolphins. 
Melvin Gordon. There's been a Melvin Welcome Gordon back, sighting. Baby. And those of you that took the gamble on uh, drafting him and just stashing and just sitting on him. Or trading for him. Yeah, it may not pay off this week, although it is the Dolphins. We have to keep that in mind. But I see limited action for Melvin Gordon this week. He will get some snaps in there. What does it do for Austin Eckler? I don't think much. I still think Eckler is a great play today against that Dolphins team. Mm-hmm. And so go with uh, go with Eckler. I'd be a little tentative. I'd la- I'd have to hear now in hour number two. Someone's going to say, "Well, do I start Melvin Gordon with limited snaps and I have player X or Y to go with?" We'll have to we'll have to think about that and get that decision in hour number two. I think the coolest part about this situation with Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon in the backfield. With Eckler, there's so many opportunities still that he has in the past game, and he's shown that they can do that Melvin. with Melvin. So, yeah. I mean, it's going to open up, and Philip Rivers owners, you can rejoice as well. And Thank you. There yeah. we go. Thank you. It yeah. makes that herd of Ben Roethlisberger feel a lot. Other side of the ball, just uh, interesting to note, Preston Williams, 12 That's your boy. targets last week. So it looks like Josh Rosen has a friend. He needs somebody on that Dolphins does, team. I mean, going into the year, you kept talking about it with uh, with Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, and obviously we've seen who he has friends. He has friends all over the place. But when you're coming in in that backup role, you do need somebody. And with Alan Hearns down, there was an opportunity of who it was going to be. He's finally found his friend. He's good talent. Let's uh, let's find out the uh, forecast here for this one. Yeah, it's a weird day in Miami. Ni- 87 degrees feels like 94, but there's 20 mile per hour wind gusts in Miami. So and a chance of rain as well. So it's gonna it's just a strange day. Yeah. Raiders. Okay, Colts. we'll get to one more here before the break. Raiders and Colts. Marlon Mack. Uh, those of you li- like a workhorse guy and a foundation of points, you're getting it with Marlon Mack. Aren't yeah, you, you found him. Yeah, he, he can play, and he is a downhill physical back. The best part about that offensive line is they are anchored up front, and I mean they are always opening up holes. Similar to what the uh, Philadelphia Eagles did on Thursday. Raiders and Josh Jacobs doing his thing, and uh, there's some talent there. Gruden's got some some pieces to play with, and Jacobs sure probably the biggest weapon on offense. Yeah, no, I would or completely soon agree. I would completely agree. And also, too, when you're looking at Josh Jacobs, he's going to go up against a little bit beat-up defense on the Colts. They're out without safety Malik Hooker as well as Darius Leonard, the all-pro second-year yeah. linebacker. Yeah, Leonard's a big hit for that defense. Time, and then offensively, time. Is T.Y. Hilton going to go? I know that's a little bit up in the air. For They've got the him Indy listed as, as doubtful as of yesterday's latest uh, report from Indianapolis, but we should have that for you within the next 15 minutes yeah, absolutely. as an active start coming through. All right, and uh, then there is a dome there, so whether or not an issue, let's hit the wagering window. Wagering window. Anything jump out at you here in these uh, first few handful of games here? I, I want to say Giants – over the Redskins, mm-hmm. that would Case be a good decision. Keenum, just a little beat up earlier in the week, and uh, I, I do lean a little bit toward the Giants. So if I'm going to play in this first slate, it's probably the G-Men. I, I, I mentioned Case Keenum. Can someone explain to me why a veteran quarterback like that is reaching a football out in the middle of a football field? That wasn't that wasn't one of the best decisions of his entire life. What? No, no I, I don't. I I wish I had a better way to to explain what he did in that situation. There was no way you could have believed that that play just stops once you put the ball out. 
<laughs> just, he's played it, in the league for like 10 years. And the injury part of it, because it, it looks like he's good to go. But the injury part of that, I think maybe was a distraction <laughs> where where the coaching staff and the head coach said, man, we can't we can't allow this to happen. So what can we do to distract attention? Oh, yeah, you're going to be in a boot for a while. Can you just throw this boot on? Yeah, just act like act like that's what the situation <laughs> uh, is. This so- just in Terry McLaurin not to play for the Washington Redskins. Even more why I would lean toward the Giants at the wagering window. Yeah, no doubt. They were given three early on in the week. You could still probably find that in the uh, next couple of minutes before that really settles in. Also, I really like, once again, I'm rolling with it. If I'm going to bet against anybody with a big spread, I'm going to bet against the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. 15 for the L.A. Chargers. Lay it down and I'll go to the bank with it. Weather may maintain that as Plucker was just talking about. We'll see. I mean, weather does have an impact, but I don't know. I think sometimes we overrate that a little bit, but we'll find out. All right, we'll continue our full slate of games in the NFL week four and week four in your fantasy football matchup. It's Fantasy Football Weekly here on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Getting you everything you need to win this week. You're listening to Fantasy Football Weekly. And it will be pure fantasy football nirvana. God bless fantasy football. On AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Panthers, Texans. And Cam Newton was caught hiding an injury as we continue Fantasy Football Weekly this and every Sunday on The Fan. You can't do that. No. I know you want to. You want to be that warrior that just goes in there and plays hurt, but... You, at some point, if if it's uh, detrimental to the team on the field, you got to fess up. It's really tough, man. I've liked Cam Newton ever since he came out of Auburn. I thought he was a special, special talent. But the toughest part about Cam is, I think we all knew this. He he was going to burn the candle quickly. He, he was he was going to burn quickly. And and there was a situation when, I think he's kind of knowing that his body is starting to feel the effects of being 6'6", 250, and taking the beating that he did. Well, honestly, I think the league was unfairly using a different standard for Cam Newton simply because he's a big dude. Because he's a big dude, and they would believe that he could take the beating. It's incredibly unfair, but you're you're exactly right, Tim. It's happened to him his entire career, and it's definitely catching up to him. And, And it's tough. I mean, he's a different character he he is but you know what he he's a good dude i think genuinely yeah. and uh tough to see that happen kind especially of a, because he's christian mccaffrey with cam newton in the game oh man yeah yeah i mean cam scary newton, athleticism good guy kind of kooky and crazy kinda weird. At times. yeah kind of yeah. weird there's a lot of weird dudes in this league though look at radio for for crying out loud. Well, yeah, look at the Wendy's Big Show. <laughs> Full of weirdos. That's for sure. <laughs> Other side of the ball, Houston Texans, Carlos Hyde being a viable RB1, dare I say it. Maybe. He's definitely better than Duke Johnson. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that hype has definitely lost a lot of luster. Carlos Hyde's a decent back, yeah. and, and I think he's definitely with the workload giving Deshaun Watson also a little bit added reprieve. If he steps up a little bit more in the pass game, though, Timmy, yeah. Carlos Hyde's going to have huge, huge potential. Don't you wonder why a running back like that with that talent bounces around a little bit? San Francisco, Cleveland, now to Houston. I wonder because about that. Because the running back position is expendable now. Yeah. 
I mean, like, I think that's the easiest way to do it. It's it's not like buying a car anymore. It's like a reliever in baseball. Yeah, definitely. Inter- interchangeable. Which but. is weird because back in the day, I mean, your running back was your franchise. Yeah. Now that's your quarterback and whoever catches the ball and whoever rushes the other guy's quarterback. Outside of Cam Newton, let's check the injuries, Panthers and Texans. It's a tough day for the... Houston Texans, because every single day that I look at this injury report, I consistently expect to see Deshaun Watson in the out category because of the hits that he takes, and somehow he's still playing, and somehow he's still able to go. Other than that, nothing with outside of Cam Newton really should be too much of an issue, though, with Kyle Allen owners. He is without Trey Turner, the uh, all-pro guard. Sorry, Timmy, I know you don't like my yeah. offensive line injury reports. Sure thing. Everyone waits for that each and every Sunday here on Fantasy Football Weekly. Weather not an issue, that game down in Houston. Chiefs. Lions. Uh, the Chiefs might put up about 50 points today. However, the Lions themselves, they're not bad offensively. They're they really can put not. up some points. Yeah, so you might see a 50-30 game. And as you might see the track meet in this one. Daily Fantasy. Line it up now. Just get in line. This is one of those DraftKings or FanDuel or wherever you play that you may look at the winner and you may see like four Chiefs yeah. on the winning team that wins 15K. And the best part is with, with the situation at hand, he's throwing to Demarcus Robinson, McCole Hardman. And yeah, if you mix in one of the high-priced Travis Kelsey's, you'll still be able to get a lot of value in that play. Injuries in this one, uh, one side of the ball. Matt Stafford, a little dinged up. Looks like he's going to go. And then on uh, the Chiefs side, obviously, Hill is, has been gone. Right. But you also have an exit of uh, Damian Williams. He is already out considered out of this game again. Yep. And their left tackle, Der- uh, Eric Fisher, going to miss the game. Mike Daniels down for the uh, Detroit Lions. Danny Amendola, really the only pass catcher on here that has any issue. He's questionable along with uh, all-pro Darius Slay defending whoever they'll line up with for the Detroit Lions. This is uh, the first game that Patrick Mahomes is going to play in a dome in his career. This is going to throw for like 460. (laughs) He could. There's the track meet right there, weather inside the dome. Browns. Ravens. Browns and Ravens, we we get good viewing with Lamar Jackson, don't we? Tremendous viewing. Hey, it's too is, much fun. It really is just sort is of, too much fun. Sort of transcending a little bit more the position of quarterback, right? We continue to see the evolution of quarterbacks in the NFL. No, he, don't say this is a cookie-cutter league because you continue to see some special things. My favorite part about him, Tim, is that every single time you watch him, people expect him to get worse, and all he does is get better. Yeah. He's just tremendous. He's a tremendous player. Uh, it, it really is a joy to watch that dude. Browns play. better turn things around quick. Even on a loss, they need to look better. Baker and the boys, they need to look better even if they lose football games because there's times they don't look very good. No, that's and for sure. And they really are starting. Now we're week four here, guys. If it goes another week or two, we can clearly say overhyped. Yeah, and, and the toughest part about with, with Baker is it keeps letting the noise somewhat get to him. And and, and yep. I thought that that part of the the mantra would be beneficial at this level, especially with the guys around him. I also think some of this, Tim, is the Cleveland Browns offensive line is bad. Like, they're just bad. They're yeah. really, 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 really bad. They have Greg Robinson, who is one of the worst offensive line selections in the top five in the last two decades 
as their starting left tackle, and that makes sense why they're trying to trade for Trent Williams, and also their secondary is dinged up. We don't have an official ruling on Greedy Williams or uh, Denzel Ward at the last time I checked, but as of last week, those guys all missed Sunday Night Football. Expect a couple of them to probably miss today. Yeah, I wonder if that uh, Cleveland se- defensive secondary is going to get a little healthier because they – yeah. <clears throat> Boy, they were beat up. Expected for both Denzel Will, uh, Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams to be yep. out, but no official word from them. Yeah, all right. And uh, we'll check the forecast here. Browns and Ravens. Yeah, it's 81 degrees. Feels like 86. A uh, little bit of wind, 13 miles per hour, but no chance of rain. A little bit of clouds, but it should be a really nice day in Baltimore. Got some cash, and we're going to step up to the wagering window here before the break. Wagering window. Okay, here we go. I do like one of these games, and I like it a lot. And I like the Cleveland Browns to cover in this one. Okay, I've stayed away from that. I think they will have, because this is that game. Like I said, certain games are tipping points a little bit where you can base a, a very objective viewpoint on things. And right now, the Cleveland Browns need to make sure they're not considered overhyped. And I think this is the one they step up. They cover, they may have a chance to win the game outright. Yeah, I've stayed away from it all week, and and really for that reason, I wanted to see how it all played out with with the injuries, especially to that secondary. But I agree with you with with a seven point number on the road. They're going to need to perform. I think Freddie Kitchens sent a message last week when he put it on him at the podium. I do like them to cover this game. Also, I like the Chiefs to cover and that over of fifty four and a half. I don't care if it's seven and a half. I don't care if it's ten and a half. I think the Chiefs continue to roll, and I don't think that train really slows until the middle of the season, maybe when they can slip up. One more thing on this uh, Freddie Kitchens thing. He needs to get better as a football coach, and he will admit that. I think he's in over his head. The fourth and nine draw play, I don't know if you watched that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I I yelled at the TV, this isn't 1979, Kitchens. But... Daily fantasy owners who in showdown captain modes had the Rams defense uh, were fist pumping, especially <laughs> yes, they were. when Baker Mayfield threw an interception in the end zone on fourth and nine. In fact, that call hasn't been made since 2007, a fourth and nine or longer draw play. Yeah, a brutal decision. Just, brutal it's decision. Just not the, it's not the landscape of the NFL. Draw plays don't work in the NFL anymore, Freddie Kitchens. I don't know if you missed that memo, but that went out about 20 years well, ago. Well, no, they work. They work when you're already when you've established but like not on three fourth and nine. Right, like three first yeah. downs in a row passing the football and then you have an all-pro quarterback. It's just it's nuts. <laughs> All right, we'll get to Adam Burnett who oh, was joy. squawking about his circle of trust quarterback position last week and he came through at least at that position we'll get in into that in our circle of trust a little bit deeper choices for you fantasy football weekly this and every sunday right here on the fan who do you trust a world of fantasy and well maybe not yeah, look i'm a loser you listen to my advice you'll end up like me with nothing can he trust you it's time for the Circle of Trust with our own Adam Burnett. In your league or on Daily Fantasy, Adam's success speaks for itself. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, here we go. Adam Burnett electrifying. <laughs> he joins us right here on Fantasy Football Weekly. Okay, go ahead and say Mitch Trubisky. He 
success speaks for itself, just like in the intro. I don't have to speak for it. <laughs> okay. How did the rest of your circle of trust go, though, last week? Just The rest of the circle of trust, I will admit to two bad picks. Carlos Hyde did nothing, and Debo Samuel did nothing. But I did have Greg Olson for two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Matt Gay, the Buccaneers kicker, did miss a game-tying field goal. But he did have 13 points, so I'll take that. Packers defense had six sacks last week. So I, I did okay. What do you have in week four? People are uh, contemplating clicking a particular player. Let's dig. Jared Goff of the Rams. He actually was cut in one of the leagues I play in. I picked him up earlier this week. He has four touchdowns and three interceptions this season. I think that changes against the Buccaneers. I think you play all your Rams this week, and the Rams offense explodes at home. Running back. Wayne Goldman of the Giants. I don't think Goldman's a very good running back. But the matchup versus the Redskins is. They give up 4.8 yards per game on the ground. He catches passes as well. I Chop. think Goldman is a flex. Chop. You, by the end of this, you need to come up with another running back. Everybody knows Wayne Goldman. He's a starting tailback. They all just flew to the waiver wire. They all scarfed him up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Philly's saying, yep. Hey, I'm just sitting over here. <laughs> okay. Just letting everybody know uh, Darius uh, Slay out uh, for the uh, Detroit Lions. Okay. Today. Okay, now wide receiver. Wide receiver, I have two of them. I like DJ Chark of the Jaguars as a wide catch radius. Gardner Minshew seems like he's willing to force the ball to Chark. Chark has four or more catches and a touchdown in all three games this season. I'm not afraid of the Denver defense. I don't think they're the same as the reputation. I think Chark can catch some passes. And then I like Paul Richardson of the Redskins with the McLaurin F1 in the garage this week. Pick up Paul Richardson. He should do some damage against the Giants. IDP kicker and D. Tight end is going to be Will Disley of the Seahawks. Cardinals defense is bad. I've been picking at that matchup all season. I'll continue to do so. Kicker Zane Gonzalez of the Cardinals. I think the air raid offense, they'll be able to move the ball against the Seahawks. They'll have scoring opportunities. Defensively, I like the Colts versus the Raiders at home. I know Darius Leonard is out. I don't think the Raiders offensive line is very good. Colts can apply some pressure to the quarterback. I think they get the card today. IDP is Ravens linebacker Patrick on Wassar. He should see plenty of tackle opportunities with Nick Chubb running the ball today. Yeah, Vaughn Miller, does he does he even have a sack this year for that Denver I don't think D? So. Yeah, and, and I look for him to blow up too. You're looking for an IDP. All right, can can you go redo the Wayne Gallman? I mean, it's it's okay, but the Wayne Gallman one. I like that matchup. I know everybody knows about it, but that's that's the matchup I liked. I could say Todd Gurley, but I don't think you'd have me on the show to make recommendations like that. That's that's true. All right, Adam, good stuff, man. Uh, congrats on your Mitch Trubisky choice last week. It probably made people some money. We'll talk next week. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, some games to get through here. Week four in the NFL. Go. Patriots. Bills. <laughs> Patriots and Bills and uh, James White back in action, I would assume, right? Yes, good good news on James White. Bad news on T.Y. Hilton. He will miss the game. Tough, tough, tough year for Sony Michelle owners, right? Yeah, uh, well, the expectations. He, he will get he will get hot down the line, but just and we've all been warned about the running back position in New England. It's it's musical. Pick your poison. It, it is. And all viable starts. And I get it, yeah. depending on the rest of your team. I get those starts. But, yeah, 
un- underachieving in terms of points for Sony. And the other running back, Rex Burkhead, he will play today, just activated along with Julian Edelman. He will play. Dante Hightower will not play for the uh, New England Patriots. And on the Buffalo side, they're without Croft again, the tight end, but they haven't been with him pretty much all year long. Frank Gore going to do his thing? What's the latest on Singletary? That's the, the biggest question out of um, Buffalo. I have not seen the official inactive, think he's but let me good check to it go. one more time. Last checked, I think he's going to give it a go, but Frank Gore is there. He's I mean, he's there and Devin Singletary <laughs> inactive. That from Field Inactive, games. okay. So active guess- is... Uh, is, though, Burkhead, yes. Burkhead is active. Devin Singletary is inactive. All right, let's check the weather. Patriots and Bills. It's going to be in the high 50s, low 60s in Buffalo. 15-mile-per-hour winds. Should be a pretty nice day. And also, don't forget the wedding in Buffalo on the field today for the Bills. Yay. Buccaneers. Rams. Look at you. Bucks what and Rams. You? Congratulations. You? Thank I, you, Dan. That was very nice. Yes. I was very, very Super into nice. the first time in history. Yeah. That, and honestly, okay, it's Buffalo. They're going to jump on a flaming table afterward. It's going to be great. Yeah, come on. And and a kegger or you a keg hate, stand. You hate love over there? Keg- yeah, probably a few keg stands. <laughs> I, I have never been to Buffalo. But the next time the Packers do make the journey to Buffalo, we got to go. We Mike, should do a Tim and Tausch podcast from there, too. From Buffalo? From Buffalo. In the dead of winter? Right after I slam somebody through a table. There you Nobody's go. Nobody's going to put me through one because I don't think any, anybody really could. I'll put you through one, though. I'll do it gently. Uh, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. That's a pretty good one-two punch in Tampa Bay, isn't it? Yeah, for anybody but Jameis Winston. Well, I mean, Evans had his breakout. A career three TD game. Yeah, and they lost. They did I mean, lose good, last second field goal. Good for good for Mike Evans, and that was a career day for them to, to be able to have. But you're right. The pass catchers out there are, are not the problem. It's the quarterback. Yeah, and the running back position starting to take shape a little bit with Barber and Jones back there. You might have a, a pick-your-poison situation there as well. But let's check the injuries, Rams and Bucks. For the Rams, they have no players listed on their injury report. Devin White. Uh, linebacker first round pick for the Buccaneers is out today, but it appears that Chris Godwin ready to rock and roll. He is listed as a question mark, but other than that, he should be all good to go. All right. Forecast for this matchup. 74 degrees feels like 77, 11 mile per hour wind gusts, mostly sunny, a nice day in LA. Seahawks Cardinals points. I like the points. When we step up to the wagering window, you know where I'm going in this one. I do like a ton of points in this. What? Seattle and Arizona. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's because you you love Kyler Murray. At some point, there's going to be a defense that contains that dude and locks him up, and I think this defense possibly could be that. He's one of the young crop of quarterbacks. We're seeing another wave of young quarterbacks in the NFL. I really I, like, I like the, Seahawks, the Seahawks once we step up to the wagering window. I mean, that's the one that I feel at five and a half. You're, you're getting great value. Russell Wilson bounces back, makes – Russell Wilson drafters and owners very, very happy and understanding why they drafted Russell Wilson where they did. Yeah, you get points with his legs through the air. He's been doing a nice job. Let's check injuries, Cardinals and Seahawks. Nothing big time to uh, to list, although the Seahawks center is probably going to be the center position. Yes, that's a tough spot. (laughs) He touches the ball every play. I know. I played center. (laughs) We're not talking about basketball center Tim <laughs> no in football believe it or not there's no way I, I would have eaten you for one <laughs> I did uh, I was like nine or ten man I would have felt 
Oh, okay. Oh, back with with your old coach Dick Milky. Right? Dick Milky was was yep. the coach. Yeah, the ten and O's, ten and O's Cardinals. <laughs> That's right. That is right. All right, that let's, is great stuff. Uh, no, you can't make that kind of stuff. No out. forecast in a dome. Any injuries that we should worry about, Seahawks <laughs> and uh, Cardinals? No, I just told you there yeah, really wasn't gotcha. anything, but right. you, you made fun of me for the center. Let's go with the uh, wagering window. Wagering window. Okay, I, I like the points in that. I don't even know what the over and under is in the Arizona-Seattle game, but I do like the over in that game. Buccaneers and Rams, I think the Bucks come down to earth in terms of uh, being in a game toward the end there. And, and the Rams are so due for a breakout game, and I would go with the Rams as and, well. And in any daily fantasy, I would load up on all Rams players. Like yeah. This is one of those days Jared Goff is always so much better at home. His home and road splits are ridiculous. They're giving 9.5 right now. I feel like that's stealing money. I've gotten it at 10.5. I have it locked in at 10 and nine and a half a big number don't be afraid of it as we continue our rundown in the nfl week four and week four in your fantasy football matchup trading uh is going to play a big part in the next couple of weeks if you have a question about a trade that's on the table our boy over here engineer uh, evan heffelfinger uh, we need to get you up to speed on on what a disastrous trade that he made <laughs> Can I weigh in right now? No. Coming up. No. Just a bit. No. Sorry, Evan. We'll finish up our slate of games. (laughs) Stick around. Fantasy Football Weekly on The Fan. Tim and Tausch, take your calls now. God bless fantasy football. At 414-799-1250. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Vikings, Bears. All right, here's the uh, game that I think a lot of Packers fans are going to be keeping an eye on here. Vikings. Oh, yeah, this is destination viewing. Bears. Okay. Let's get to the injuries before we break this thing down. Injuries uh, for the Bears and Vikings matchup. For the Chicago Bears today, they should be pretty clean on the outside as they still uh, are are dealing with figuring out what they have in the backfield, especially – with Tariq Cohen and David Montgomery. For the Vikings, they look rather clean as well. Uh, the injury report for both of these teams looks uh, rather good. Nothing really to note except a couple of special teamers as well, I see. All right, and is the weather going to have an issue here? I guess oh, not. No. Down in Chicago, it's nasty. <laughs> it's I think like the, this. I think the field is more of the issue in Chicago. Yeah, a little bit rainy, a little bit slick, a little bit gross. Under, you, you would think the right? conventional wisdom it's says under. under. It screams under. It does, and that's what scares me about it, is that it does just oh, an under. The under no has the the number of the under. The number has yeah. sat at thirty eight all week that's long. A low number, guys. That's such a low number, and here's why it's a little bit on the low side, which scares me away. It's that Bears defense that can put it in the end zone. And that's what... Well, it's also Thielen and Diggs. Like, I mean, there's good offensive players on both of those teams. I think that's the toughest part about it. 
Yeah, and I just went with it. I when like you get decent, yeah, I, I think you're on the safer side to go with the under. But it wouldn't sh- it wouldn't shock me if the Bears defense gets in the end zone. Then you're, yeah, you're looking at right there to the wire at 38 points. But uh, what are they going to do in that Bear backfield? You would think that they would uh, play more of their frontline guy, and that's David Montgomery. Except they've continued to mess around with not giving him the football. The toughest part about this is they can grind out wins and probably win 12 games with Mitch Trubisky throwing the ball 10 times. But will the pride of Matt Nagy in that offense do it? And an interesting matchup, that Bears defense that I mentioned going against the best running back to this point in the NFL and Dalvin Cook. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, he really is. He really is the best back in all of football. I mean, I don't know exactly how else you, you, you slice or dice it. That guy is legit. He is fast. He is quick. He has some size. He's got some speed. But he has just this point of contact ability, Tim, to spin off seemingly any move that mm-hmm. comes at him if you are unbalanced. Billy, that was an ACL, right, for Cook? Yes. Does he not look better than most ACL guys? Like, we saw Jamal Charles in his heyday Yeah. go through his ACL, the first one. Mm-hmm. Now, he had two, one on each. He just never recovered. He was still good, and he put up a career year, I guess, maybe a year or two after the original ACL. But Dalvin Cook looks like it was not an ACL. It was just a minor meniscus or something. Boy, he looks dynamite. I would, Yeah, I'd agree. He looks he looks incredible, man. That's for sure. He is an absolute stud. He has continued to just blossom and get better and better and better every time he touches the football. All right, there's Bears and there's Vikings. Jaguars, Broncos, and this one uh, you talk about uh, over and unders. Uh, maybe, maybe not a ton of points here. Denver's D, I think, is still good. Uh, I know Adam Burnett just mentioned that uh, he likes the Denver D today, but uh, Jacksonville and their running game just can't get on track. And that's Leonard Fournette owners are not very pleased uh, about Leonard Fournette right now. Yeah, he has just not gotten going at all, has he? No. Did you expect that he would get better? I think so. And with Gardner Minshew, I think Shark was the uh, selection by Adam Burnett. Big I actually time. like that. Yeah. Pick big time in a daily fantasy. Minshew can throw the ball. He can move the ball a little bit down the field, and I think that's going to be the interesting part of when does Leonard Fournette stop making some business decisions and run the ball like he did back when he was at LSU. Yeah, or his rookie year. Yeah, no doubt about it. the majority of the season, uh, Fournette's rookie year. Other side of the ball, Phillip Lindsay looking like he's taken over in that uh, running back position. And then offensively through the air for Flacco and Emmanuel Sanders and company. It's just something that looks a little dysfunctional. They're getting some points, guys. It seems to be oftentimes at garbage time for Joe Flacco and through the air. Let's check the injuries in this one, Jags and Broncos. Jags will be without Jalen Ramsey, but that's not due to an injury. That's just due to him being a little bit of a knucklehead. Didn't he travel with the team, though? Heaven, heaven, heaven. 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 All right. Now, oh, I can finally heaven. come back and say that it worked out very well for me. I scored 150 points in a very non-PPR well. league. Uh, those three guys that I acquired outscored the three that I traded away last week. Okay, but the key question would be, would you have lost had you not made the deal? That's what you need to track. I mean, I won by... 38 so probably not okay so you still would have won yeah okay okay there you go evan there's so all right so i mean i'm also first place in this league oh here we go first place here we 
Flex it out a little bit more. Come on. Come on now. We want to hear it. I, I can't state it enough. I am a very big deal in that league. So I felt like I, <laughs> I should just give a little bit of charity to uh, everybody. You know, just you make go. it even. I'm so tired of winning. I was like, all right, I'll take my, I don't know, 12 and 3 record. Someone else, you can go 11 and 4, and I'll beat you in the playoffs. That was we'll very say. nice of you. Now, are you very the nice leading you. scorer in the league? Yes. You, yeah, but you didn't add that in there, though. But now you do. I felt like it was kind of just a given. I uh, I think it's a dangerous proposition. You're trading those three players. Yeah, it's probably not a great decision. Probably not a great decision, Bob. We'll see how we'll see how it works out. All right, we'll take our break. Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty. A lot riding week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy football championship season. As we get you ready, you can hit us up social media, Facebook and Twitter. You can email live. At 1057fmthefan.com. And the rest of the uh, program is yours. You got a uh, question. You got a uh, real dilemma here. The Jets and the Niners are not playing this week. So if you need to fill the role for one of those players, probably the least impactful bye week of the year, I would think, in fantasy football, the Jets and the Niners. Yeah, except for George Kittle owners. About it, right? Unless you're talking about... Leaning a lot on Dante Pettis, who finally got in the end zone last hey, week. Hey, there you go. I know you've been waiting for I that know. One. I had to say that. I did. It's Fantasy Football Weekly. Tim and Taos. There's Dan Plucker, Evan Heffelfinger, who made that horrible trade. Yes, that's his name, Heffelfinger. We'll take your calls and uh, talk fantasy football next here on The Fan. Flash right, right now. From the Fan Update Studio, I'm Daniel Plucker. The final game of the regular season for the Milwaukee Brewers is here with hopes for an NL Central Division title still alive. The crew take on the Rockies in Colorado. A win for the crew and a loss for the Cardinals would leave them tied atop of the NL Central and would force a one-game playoff for the crown of the NL Central. It all starts when Adrian Hauser toes the rubber for Milwaukee against the Rocks' Jeff Hoffman. First, pitch is at 210. Tune into the fan before and after the game for the best Brewers coverage here in Milwaukee. No Packers today as they lost their first game of the Matt LaFleur era on Thursday against the Eagles. The team will look to bounce back when they head to Dallas to face the Cowboys a week from today. Other NFC North games, a matchup of the undefeateds as the Lions host the Chiefs at noon. The Bears and Vikings square up for the first time in 2019 at 325. You can read more online at 1057fmthefan.com. This update has been brought to you by coaches on South 13th. Cheer for the green and gold and Wisconsin. Enjoy specials on Miller and Coors during the game, plus giveaways, raffles, and more at Coaches on South 13th and Lake Danoon. I'm Daniel Plucker for the Fan, Milwaukee's number one sports talk station. You can listen live anywhere by downloading the Radio.com app and favoriting the Fan today. Brown Richmond 96 double. Attention, fantasy footballers. Whatever it takes. Lineups are due soon. And we're getting you ready. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly. And that's what we do. You like that? I might get a little emotional. Get the latest news, injury reports, weather at outdoor stadiums. expert analysis over a dozen years of fantasy coverage sunday mornings were made for fantasy football conversation with you here's your hosts baby tausch bill schmid 
and the franchise. Tim Allen. You know, if the Brewers were not playing today, this would be a glorious day, right? In Just terms belly of, up football. Oh, man. Just the, the weather outside is so conducive to a midday nap during red zone or keeping an <laughs> right? eye on the oh, Vikings man. and Bears. This is just like a mild sedative just looking outside here today. You guys are certainly lucky. Football fans are lucky today. And also the Brewers, a big-time game. We're going to get you on deck and ready to go for the final regular season scheduled game at 1 o'clock. So, heck, we would even even have that first hour at noon to 1 here today, Billy to uh, just kick back and enjoy a little football before the... Yeah, we can saddle up for a little bit, maybe get a nice Italian beef sandwich or something and load up and calm food. Calm before the Brewers storm here as they get ready to finish up the regular scheduled season game. Yeah, very much. Still angry about last night. Yeah, I think I'm almost just ready for it to be... To be determined. I'm, I'm just ready for Tuesday. I the mean, gr- that, that's pretty much what it is at this point. The grind. You go to bed late last night after a tough loss and... Brewers fans feeling the same thing. A little restless sleep. And then back at it. I still say something in me tells me there's a 163 in St. Lou tomorrow. Something tells me. But how, lost. how do you feel about that with the Cardinals losing five straight games? Good. Make it six. Oh, man, I hope so. So you put the beer stamp on it. Six straight losses. <laughs> and you, Wow. Your boy Derek Holland today, pitching in St. Louis. Yeah, love that dude today. Love him. <laughs> All right, let's get to you guys at 414-799-1250 as we fire up week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy football season, your championship season, some dilemmas on the table, and we start things out with Chad and Tosa. Chad, you're on the fan. Good morning, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. I got a question. I got a PPR. Uh, my flex spot, it's Christian Kirk. Philip Lindsay or Brandon Cooks? We do like the Rams. I really like Cooks. Goff's home splits are so ridiculous, and that that Tampa Bay defense is just there's they're to be had. Rams are going to get on track here anytime. They're a really good football football team. They they are. I think they're so far underachieving, but you just feel the blow up is coming, and it's probably going to be today. Cooks could have one of those two TDs. Uh, maybe four or five catches, one TD from about 40 yards out. All right. Thanks, fellas. Appreciate it. Yeah, you got it. There's Chad. You can uh, join us at 799-1250. We stay right there in Tosa, and we say good morning to Tim. All right, gentlemen. This is not going to be good. I need two of <laughs> okay. these four. <clears throat> Brand, Dave, I'm sorry. David Johnson, James Conner, Marquise Brown, or Brandon Cooks. I'm playing Julio. I'm playing Schuster, so I need two of these four. I like Hollywood and David Johnson. I do like That's the running. That's what I have in now. That's I, what I have in now. I do definitely like David Johnson in that configuration, but I'm torn a little bit on Marquise Brown and Cooks. Cooks got a lot of company there. I like him. Now, again, Rams are going to blow up, but who's who gets it? I'm going to roll the dice and say Cooks does. I want to, as much as I like Marquise Brown, I want to see a little bit more. I really do. And I think you can today with with those two starting cornerbacks out and Morgan Burnett over the top. 
against the Browns, that just feels like one that can be had. Okay, I've, I can it's, be talked it's into Sit it. Connor, Sit Connor, right? Yeah, absolutely. Sit yeah, James you got to wait on I him. Can't believe in him. That's a tough break, but uh, maybe he gets things together as the uh, Steelers settle in a little bit more. But right, I'm going DJ and Brown, fellas. All right, good luck. Good Appreciate luck, it, brother. Golf or Ryan? Well, your boy Matt Ryan. Yeah, Matt Ryan sucks. I said Jared Goff. He doesn't suck. He's brutal. He is absolutely brutal. In deeper leagues, he's a play. Yeah, sure. Let's say that. Okay. In a 10-team league, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, okay. All right. Golf or Ryan? We got to go golf. Thank you. Thank you. And is Todd Gurley normal? Is he healthy? Is he? I think he's as normal as he's going to be from here on out. I think that's the toughest part about it, Tim. I don't think... I don't think he he gets to, like, a different level anymore. I think this is kind of who he is. So he's not this over-the-top, elite, 1-2 in fantasy football rankings kind of guy? He's that type of talent. I just don't know if he's able to put those numbers up day in and day out anymore. Like, when they need him in the playoffs, I think that's the biggest issue. I think they're saving him mostly for when the lights come on and they're going to need him the most. Still a little salty on... Are playing Vegas with the Rams and Todd Gurley. The, the, the what do you bum, mean? I just hammered him on the over. I think it was sixty-four yards. Oh yeah, last was, year. Yeah, and yeah. He, then he had the one breakout run for like forty-two, and we we're like, oh whoa, oh, he's gonna get it. And it was a holding penalty. Throw a little money on him being MVP and outside oh, yeah. shot, and yeah, it uh, oh, comes yeah. up uh, empty. But I, I just wonder about Todd Gurley. Uh, we're not the only ones hurting with Todd Gurley thus far because he dropped in the draft and, and he's staring you in the face. You got to take him in the second round. Do you not? For sure you did. Absolutely you had to. He, he was a perfect opportunity. Yeah, let's go to St. Francis. You, George picked up the phone and dialed 799-1250. Hello, George. What's up, Tim? How you doing? More important how you are. I'm good. I'm good. good. Great George, what's going sports. on this morning, man? Well, how you feeling? Uh, I'm good. Sound like you're uh, hurting a little you bit. Sound, you sound a little tired. I am tired. Good night last night? Uh, stressing over those Brewers, you know. Right? Oh, yeah. man, it was See, I told you, restless sleep last night for Brewers fans. I had a couple of nightmares. What do you got, George? Sorry, man. All right, I got, I got two leagues for you. Oh, here we um, go. So the first one's a PPR, and I got Juju, uh, Adam Thielen, or Tyler Boyd. I got to pick two. See, now Tim and I were just talking about that Bears-Vikings game. There's yep. too much talent on both of those teams offensively for me to, like, the 38-and-a-half is where I got the number at earlier, and the 38 right now feels like it might just be a play by Vegas because there's, there's points to be had for both of those guys. There are. If anybody is going to beat the Bears – through the pass game, it's going to be Thielen. But I really, Andy Dalton is leading the league, or he's like second in the league in passing yards right now. Right. Ty- for me, it's Tyler Boyd and Juju, and it's Juju on that secondary for Cleveland. I, I think Cincinnati. he continues, or on on Cincinnati, I think he continues to shine a little bit. Yeah. All right. So, so Juju and Boyd. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. All right, okay. Cool. What do What do you got for us next year, George? Let's ride. ride um, oh, uh, Melvin Gordon. Do I, do I give him a start or not? Well, who's Who's you going to start if you oh. don't? James White. James uh, White or 
James White or Rex Burkhead? James White. Yeah, let's go with White. Is let's that a PPR on. league? That is not. I'd still go with James White. I don't know where you lean on that. Tim. Yeah, I think he I think he finds the end zone. So that, that will make up for the this, non-PPR. The conversation right now on uh, Melvin Gordon is, George, that he is not going to play in case of an, unless there's like an emergency situation. They're going to lean on Austin Eckler today. All right. Appreciate George, it, buddy. George, snap out of it, Go buddy. Brewers, all right? All right. Yeah, boys. Boys. Go Brew Crew. Go yeah. Brew Crew, George. <laughs> all right. Okay. Damn right. All right, this one's from hey, Dylan. Uh, what? I like George. <laughs> all right, this one's from Dylan uh, at live at 1057fmthefan.com. Wendy's Fresh Never Frozen Inbox. Need two out of these five, guys. Go Brew Crew. Philip Lindsay, DJ Moore, Christian Kirk, Demarcus Robinson. I like Hardman and Lindsey, but I I could be persuaded if we go with both of the Kansas City guys. I like more in this configuration. I do. So you'd go DJ Moore and one of the Kansas City guys? And and Marcus Robinson. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. You're going to go with it? Yeah, I like that decision. I do like DJ Moore. I just, I'm, I'm still hesitant and I'm still... I, I always am a little reserved with the backup quarterback, but Kyle Allen showed me that he can sling that thing last week. That, and he's obvious. Well, I shouldn't say obviously, but he should be playing from behind as well. Second half, you hang in there with DJ Moore early on. If it looks like it's a flop there with just a couple of catches in the first half, hold off to the second half of that game. It might uh, show some fruits of a lot of points. All right, DJ we got Moore. a couple more here uh, in the email box. This one's from Johnny. Johnny needs a flex in a PPR. He's got Marquise Hollywood, Brown, Demarcus Robinson, Sony Michelle, or your boy, Dee Westbrook. Robinson and Brown. Just need one. Ooh. That's the biggest issue. Yeah. I'm still going to sit with Robinson. Going with Robinson? Yeah, I think he's he's your guy. I know he is, but so is Hollywood. And Hollywood's going and my, up against he's my guy. Back to back dudes <laughs> that are all out in the cornerback spot. I, I like Robinson. Okay. I'm gonna go with Robinson. I'll tell him to, to move that, that play and then save it before the lineups come out. Also, here we have one. This one's from Bob in Shorewood. Bob says need one of these quarterbacks, Goff or Brissett, but it's a point per completion. That's per gotta completion. be Goff. That's gotta be Goff. Yeah. Yeah, go with Goff. Uh, we have a little bit of an issue if Mason was up late partying, but uh, Mason, you're on the fan. Good morning. Hi, guys. What's <laughs> up, Mason? How you feeling, buddy? I'm feeling okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, man, let me hear it. All right, I have a half-point PPR, John Ross or Joe Mixon for flex. John Ross or Joe Mixon. Half-point PPR. I like Mixon. Mixon. Yeah, yep. I like Mixon. He just he just came uh, onto the burst onto the scene scene last week a little bit. Talked uh, walk the walk after talking the talk. Yeah. Go with Mixon. All right, thanks, guys. All right, see thanks, you, buddy. Mason. Bye-bye. He seemed a little tired too. It's this weather. I think that's what it is. Hey, man. Brewers will wake everybody up today. Those sunny D's, they give you a feeling the next day. Seven nine nine twelve fifty, inching a little bit closer to kickoff week four in the NFL. Week four in your championship season. Your fantasy football lineup is being set with yourself and us here each and every Sunday on The Fan.
giving you everything you need to win this week. You're listening to Fantasy Football Weekly. And it will be pure fantasy football nirvana. God bless fantasy football. On AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Okay, taking a look at Craig Council's lineup as he is submitting his uh, fantasy lineup today. Uh, You're going to be shocked. Uh, Tune in at 1 o'clock for the Brewers lineup on the On Deck Show because you went from Braun, Kane, and Yelich to I'll have that for you at 1. Man. Wow. Okay. Stick around. Yikes. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Yeah, I feel great. <laughs> I do. Still feel good? I do. Damn it, I do. I'm fighting it. You want the Cubs lineup too? That I do. Just real quick as we take a look at... Uh... Kemp, Zobrist, Hap, Schwarber, Contreras, Caratini, Horner, Russell, and Derek Sounds Holland. like a winner. Sounds like a winner? Sounds like a winner today in Against St. Louis. Jack Flaherty? Yeah, good. sounds like a winner. Good. All right, let's get to, uh, as we uh, switch gears, NFL Fantasy Football Weekly here this and every Sunday. To Caledonia, we say hello to Kelsey. Kelsey, you're on the fan. Hey, guys. How you doing, Kelsey? Good. How are you? Uh, I've been better. <laughs> Bummer. Kelsey, can uh, I ask you how late <laughs> How late were you out last night? Well, I was the bartender last night, so I was there till about midnight. Now are you okay. a bartender? Now are you a bartender? Because most bartenders I know in the Racine Kenosha area, I'm assuming Caledonia, that's where you bartend. Yeah. Okay. Most of them start drinking at like eleven ish. They kind of hold off a little bit because they don't want to be plowed by midnight. Then True. they get a little bar time rush. So what time to tap your first? I didn't. I didn't. Uh... Oh, stop, oh, Kelsey! Your no boss fun. isn't listening. No, no, I'm a mom of two young babies. If I can't work and drink, I'd never survive. Oh, that's true. <laughs> hey, that, that's true. I mean, two, I can't imagine being hung over and raising a couple of kids. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Exactly. All right, what's on your mind this morning? Uh, I got a PPI league, Josh Jacobs or LaShawn McCoy. Ooh, good one. I understand I the dilemma. really like LaShawn McCoy. I have Josh Jacobs starting in one league, and I do not feel good about it, Kelsey. I really okay. think with Damian Williams down, they're going to be able to move the ball all over that place, that smooth turf for LaShawn McCoy. It's good for those old knees. He's going to feel good. Yeah, the risk is is that you got to have him play four quarters, and so that's that's the only risk in terms of production. If he stays on that field, you're coming up good. Perfect. That's right. my thought. Thanks for confirming it. All right, Kelsey. Next time you bartend, get a babysitter for the next morning and Start drinking at like eleven. Okay. All right. Go. Check. Send <laughs> it. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Jamie on the north side. Jamie, what's up? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Timmy, keeping the faith with the Brewers this afternoon. We're gonna do it, man. I got a feeling. I do. I, the run I'm continues. You, that, was a, that was a gut punch last night, but we'll be ready to go this afternoon, Timmy. You bet. All right. So fantasy football. Russell Wilson or Phillip Rivers? Ooh, I like them both. Give them to me one more time, Jamie. Uh, Russell Wilson or Philip Rivers. I deal with this dilemma every single week, Jamie. <laughs> yes, he does. Every single week. I know. I know all of your pain right now. I really, really like 
anybody against that Arizona Cardinals defense. That's why I feel like Russell Wilson, he's had some special moments in that place. I think he does it again today. But it wouldn't shock me that Rivers has a blow-up game, too. But I, I like a slight edge to Wilson, too. You get the ground points. I love that out of Russell Wilson. Y'all, you're always going to get you know, the four points or so out of Russell Wilson's legs. All right, guys. Sounds good. All right, Appreciate good, it, man. Go Brewers. Good luck. Go crew. Good luck. Can I just say one thing about baseball? Um, one just, thing. He, he you, mentioned, you get no, one thing. <laughs> no, more than that. <laughs> uh, he mentioned he mentioned keeping the faith on the Brewers. So I'm I'm on my way in my uh, Uber driver this morning, um, Morisito from Haiti. Nice and great guy, great great dude. Uh, he I asked him if he's a baseball fan, and he said no. I, he went to one baseball game, <laughs> so he we went to he went to Wrigley Field for his one and only baseball game like five years ago, six years ago. He was sitting in the stands, first baseball game ever. New to this country, 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. Goes to a ball game, and he's looking around. He said, everybody drink beer here. Yeah, everybody's drinking beer. Well, yeah, it's Wrigley. Yeah. And they eat a lot, of course. Yeah, sure. it's hot dogs yeah. and beers. 100%. He asked his buddy that took him to the game, and we'll compare this to football, when does the game start? And his dude said, we're already in the second inning. <laughs> 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 he thought... Because he, he's so used to soccer, and he, he digs football too, but he's so used to soccer that he thought, I go, well, what did you think they were doing out there? He said, I thought they were warming up for the game. Stretching or something. They're not <laughs> yeah. doing anything. It's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Beaver Dam is where we're at next with Brett. Brett, you're on Fantasy Football Weekly. Hey, guys, go Brewers, first of all. Uh, I got a half-point PPR. I need three of these guys. Uh, Chris Godwin, who's questionable, Marvin Jones Jr., Hollywood Brown, or Josh Gordon. Thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Marquise Brown here. I really like Brown I, this I, week. You know, I, I'm a big Godwin fan, but he is a little dinged up. Mike Evans had his bust-out game, and, yeah, I like, I like Marquise here. Lamar Jackson said he'd far – it would be far better for him, and he enjoys it so much better to throw touchdowns rather than run touchdowns. Yeah, and, and that's weird because I feel like running a touchdown in would be would be better. But with Lamar Jackson at this point, all he wants to do is prove that he can be the top-of-the-line quarterback that they traded Joe Flacco so he could go and have the chance to be. He is showcasing to everybody why he won the Heisman Trophy. Big time. 799-1250. I understand you have some dilemmas here. We get it. We have the same ones. We're trying to no doubt about fill it. out our mm. daily fantasy and trying to make some money ourselves. Let's go to Racine, and we say good morning to Neil, who called 799-1250. What's up, fellas? Um, one point PPR, Stephon Diggs or Robert Woods? Diggs or Woods? I like Robert Woods. I like yeah. anybody in that Rams game. The, the matchup looks a little tough for Diggs. I mean, we like Thielen, but I don't know if both of them are going to come up productive against that Bears D. So, yeah, Robert Woods is the play here. All right. I appreciate it. Go crew. Yeah, you got it. 799-1250. Matt is in Pewaukee. Weren't we just hey guys, there? How you doing? I'm going to piggyback off that last caller and just say I haven't started digs in three weeks until he proves something. Yep. Um, but my question here is if I can get two in, it's pick one or two. 
uh, full point PPR. I got uh, James White or Disley in my flex. And then in another league, uh, Larry Fitzgerald or Hollywood Brown. Oh, oh yeah. I like both those receivers. I really like both of those receivers. I know, but then I got Michael Thomas, and uh, I can't think of who my other guy is off the top of my head. Must yeah. not be that great. Um, I would go... I'd go with Hollywood. I'm going with the guy that's going up against two backup corners. That's yeah. kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. So. And then uh, James White or Disley? I do. I am tempted with Disley. Sorry, is that a full point, Max? Uh, half point on the Disley, James White one. I'm starting Disley. I think he's a baller. I do, too. But I really like James White in I'd... any kind of PPR format today. Yeah, I'm. in there, so I think I'll just roll with him. I I agree with you, yeah, and that's, that's going to be my outcome. Was going to be Disley, a, an absolute slight edge to Disley over White. Right. And, and normally I, I grab it. Feelings hurt if White goes off. So okay, okay, all right. Well, thank you for that. Appreciate it, Max. Normally yeah. I go with the running back if there's a question, but in this case, Disley is. I think he's way underrated. Talent. I think he's a baller, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, seven nine nine twelve fifty. Do you want to get one more in here? Let's, Let's grab one more, and then I got a couple of emails after the break. To New Berlin, we say good morning to Tony. Hey, Tony. Yeah, standard league in a flex, John Brown or Carlos Hyde? Ooh, yeah. Now, this is digging deep a little bit. I do like Hyde. I do, too. He's going to get he's gonna get touches equivalent to a number one. He's got to perform. I get it. But I, th- I think you're there. I think you're there with Hyde. Now, this thing... Just in case Houston goes ahead and, and, and railroads, I mean, you could see a lot of ground points late in a, a game for Hyde, too. So let's go with Hyde for you, all right? All right, go crew. All right, yeah. See, a huge game today for the Brewers. It's so difficult, and I, I get it. People aren't going to feel sorry for us that we got to divert our focus into into fantasy football. because nope, not even a little bit. They won't, but it is a nice little break from the grind of this Brewer run. That's for sure. After last night, even better yet. God, that was so bad. <clears throat> a, an outfield, uh, again, configuration that is just – that's why I love this team because they're doing it with grit and guile. That's counsel. And he's getting this thing done today. And the Cubs somehow, some way, do not make us hate you even more. They've done their job so far, haven't they? Yeah, they've done more than their job. They've opened the door <laughs> wide open for you. Yeah, we got uh, about a half hour to You're kick off. You're sitting on the doormat like, I don't know if I want to go in yet. Do I? Go potty. Can we, go. Yes, go in there. It's just everyone takes a leak. Just get in there. Open the door and go. 799-1250, about a half hour to kick off week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy football championship season. We meet here this and every Sunday for Fantasy Football Weekly on The Fan. Getting you closer and closer to kickoff. Helping you win the championship. Tim and Tausch with Fantasy Football Weekly on AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. Yeah, just in case you're keeping track at home, if the Brewers do play a 163 tomorrow. That game will start at 206. 
Central Time. So just hang out with the Wendy's Big Show while you watch it. We'll talk about it back and forth. We'll also talk a little bit of Packers football. And then right after, you'll come in and we'll talk about the Brewers winning the NL Central, right? In the meantime, yeah. And and I think it's going to happen in game 163. In the I meantime, so. we're talking fantasy football. I do not want to go to Washington now. Beat them. Do not want to go to Washington. Scherzer made some comments that uh, he didn't care where that game was played. Of and course he doesn't. What you he's, want. One of the, he's a top yep. three pitcher of a generation. Yep. That's what you would want to hear Makes from you just, your pitcher. Just shake your head on how that Detroit Tigers team never won a title. Yeah. Yeah, they had a lot of nice Sorry, pieces Dan. over there. Yeah, I'm just crying back here. 799-1250. Nick in Germantown, live at 105.7 FM, thefan.com. Wendy's Fresh Never Frozen Inbox says, hello, guys. Go Brewers. We got a full point PPR. Need one for the flex. Tyrell Williams. I know who you really like. Curtis Samuel, Sony Michelle, David Montgomery, Royce Freeman. Thanks, guys. How many guys. does he need there? He needs one for just, a flex. Okay. Yeah, he's got a good team then, if that's what you're nice dealing squad. with, the flex. Run him down again. Tyrell, like Tyrell Williams, Curtis Samuel, Sony Michelle, David Montgomery, Royce Freeman. Wow. I don't think there's a lot of touchdowns to be had in that Patriots-Bills game. So I don't know if Sony Michelle is going to have a great opportunity. That's why I go Tyrell Williams. I agree. And for some reason, I'm interested in that Raiders-Colts game. I don't know why, because I'm a Brissette fan. That could be one. Number two, my next favorite team is is the Raiders, so I keep an eye on those guys. Well, next year they are, right? Yeah, it's it's now the clock is ticking. You know, it's week four. After this week, 12 more games, and I am going to be a Raiders fan. How does that feel? It feels great. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely great. When are we going to a game in? In Vegas, yes. When are we going to a game in Vegas? Oh, it'll be shortly thereafter. I okay. can promise okay, you that. Good. We I will. Like that. We will go see, and I will be decked out in Las Vegas Raider gear. <laughs> Are I you going to paint your face too? <laughs> no. Oh, I think no. I'm going to. We're going to paint you up. Southside, we say hello to Michael. Michael, you're on the fan. Hello, hey, Michael. What's up, guys? What's, what's up, Mike? I need a uh, three. Uh, Mike Evans, Cooper Cup, uh, Michael Hartman, Ooh. or Boyd. I like the first three you just named off there. I think Hardman has an opportunity to have huge success today in that game with Mahomes. Boyd has been an underrated fantasy football player, I think. And, you know, it's not the old days. He's of not that. the best wide receiver on that team, though, fantasy football-wise, right? Yeah. John Ross? Yeah, I do like the first three. Uh, but Billy's more of the Hardman fan. Because I like the take-it-to-the-crib ability every play of the game. When I'm, so I'll I'll default to, to him on that. Normally, if if it were just Hardman or Boyd, I'd probably lean a little bit toward Boyd. But I think you got a you, you got, got a group great there. Start there. Yeah, you got a group there that's going to put up some points, Michael. Okay, so Evans is a fired up uh, wide receiver one, no problem. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Even though his quarterback sucks, especially after last week, I think I think Evans okay. is is a play here. All right, thank you guys. Well, Brewers. Thanks, right. dude. Yep, you got absolutely. It. Yeah, this everyone. one's from uh, Jordan on Twitter. Says Deshaun Watson or Philip Rivers. Tough. To it's tough to shit Deshaun, Deshaun Watson, but it, I know this is bad, and I know I shouldn't be saying this, but at some point, I'm concerned about Deshaun Watson being able to play a full game. He plays reckless at times. I am really. It's not him. They don't protect him. Their offensive line yeah. is putrid. Putrid. Yeah, maybe they'll be in a position late. 
however, after he gets some damage done to just run the ball a little bit more. But there also is the fear that the Chargers could be game over by halftime and Rivers could be sitting in the fourth quarter. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, it's still it's tough to sit Watson, though. Yeah, I'll go with mm-hmm. Watson, too. 799-1250. A lot of people just jacked up about the Brewers today. That's that's great to hear. Should be. Yeah. Menominee Falls, speaking of which, we go to Jack. Jack, you're on the fan. Hey, guys. Normally, I would I would say I'm goofy, and you guys would probably think this, but I need uh, two out of three half PPR. Uh, Michael Thomas, Larry Fitz, and Brandon Cooks. And I just I don't know about Michael Thomas with with that situation with Bridgewater. Still such a good talent. Yeah, One of the elite I, I receivers he, in the NFL. With him. Just because if you're going to hitch your wagon to your second-round pick or your first-round pick, you can't be upset losing if he maybe gets you a 12-point. I think I mean, the floor with I mean, Michael Cook, Thomas is so high still. You know, Cook's had 12 targets, though, and Fitzy's kind of tearing it up. I just, ah. I think as much as I like Cook's in, in the Russian roulette kind of play there's a lot of weapons there in the Rams like the first two and you're saying you got to have two yeah yeah I like the first two you probably got to sit Cooks and and in your case you hope that Cooks isn't the one that gets it done on that uh in that Ram game yeah exactly all right uh Fitz so you're saying Fitzy and Thomas yep uh, thanks, guys. Yeah, you, easy. you can't argue with what Larry Fitzgerald is putting up here. No, and he's a trim, I, he's the best security blanket a f- number one overall rookie quarterback could ever have. It doesn't appear that any, anything's going to change unless Fitzgerald gets hurt. Yeah. He's, he's going to get the targets, going to get the catches. And well, he's who else his would way you throw it to if you were Kyler right. Murray? I'm going right. to find 11 every single time. Right, true. 799-1250. Austin in Hartford, you're next on The Fan. Hey, guys, I got two situations here. One of them is start two, sit one. Uh, Tyler Boyd, Josh Gordon, or Fitzgerald. Hold on. Start, stop right there. So you got to sit one of those? Sit one of them. I have to. Boyd, Fitzgerald, or what was the third? Josh Gordon. Fitz is in. Yeah. Gordon I'm starting Gordon. Boyd? See, you're a bigger Tyler Boyd guy than I am, but I that is a Monday night play. And they have it, thrown the ball a bunch. It is a Monday night play, and that's why I'm going with Boyd. So sit Gordon? Right. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. It's because right. this this Buffalo defense is also much better than we think it is. Like True. They, they have to be. I mean, I understand they played some lesser opponents, but that is a pretty decent team right there. So I would sit Josh Gordon as well. Thanks, right, Austin. Good luck. Good luck, man. That, that's a tough spot. That's a tough decision to be with. Downtown, we say hello to Ben. What's up, Big Ben? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Um, so I got kind of a tricky situation. I have Todd Gurley and Mark Ingram. Right now I have Gurley starting and Ingram in my flex, but I was contemplating benching Gurley and putting Ingram in, and then I also have Brandon Cooks, so I was thinking of putting him in as my flex. Mm, yeah. What do you think? What do you make Could of Could you let Mark me hear that one Ingram? more time? I, I think he's a great talent. I think he still has a lot of potential running the ball, especially touchdown opportunities. They love giving him the ball in short yardage. So it's Gurley, Ingram, and Cooks, and one of them has to be a running back. So pick two of the yeah. three. One so has to be a back, Gurley or Ingram. 
I go with Todd Gurley. I know. I don't, I don't know so how I can difficult. sit Todd Gurley. And then, you, you know, third quarter, you're pounding your head against your – what did the guy say on the postgame show last night? Your head night? against the drill press. <laughs> against his drill. You're pounding your head against your drill press. So you'd rather have Cooks in the flex over Ingram, too? No, I'm going Gurley. Go with the two backs. Okay. I hate sitting that's what I Cooks. Had. But I was, yeah. yeah, that's a good call. Going back and forth. Yep, go with Good the work, two backs. That's, that's tough. Yeah, if you have the two backs. Tough that, choice, though. Right, it big time is because they just have they have the opportunity to get six points so easily. 799-1250, inching uh, really close to kickoff week four of the NFL. Mike and Williams out for the L.A. Chargers today. I got a team that has Jamal Williams. Whoops. Mike Williams. Whoops. Saquon Barkley. Whoops. Oh man. That does that does not sound David like a good Njoku. situation to be in. He's on that team. Njoku's on that team. <laughs> Your boy Njoku oh, with broken hands left and right. Oh, that is just, tough. Sorry, buddy. Where is the drill press? <laughs> that is one of my favorite things we've ever heard. <laughs> I think so. If you missed it last night on the post game show, uh, one of our buddies uh, that call in uh, said he. Felt like he wanted to slam his head into his drill press in his garage. And I laughed instead of telling him not to. We we didn't recommend it, but hey, if it gets the Brewers a win, take didn't one say for no, the team. Yeah. Take one for the team. All right, we'll, uh, we'll get a few more calls in here and get you to uh, kick off week four in the NFL, week four in your fantasy football matchup. Fantasy Football Weekly, this and every Sunday on The Fan. Tim and Tausch have never shied away from a wager. Point spreads, over-unders, and fantasy football. Aren't Sundays great? Time is running out. Get ready to make last-minute clicks. It's the lightning round on Fantasy Football Weekly. On AM 1250 and 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, so we have some Joe Madden news. Appears that he strolled in with Theo and Jed Hoyer, the uh, Cubs brass. They all walked in together a couple of minutes ago. And uh, Joe Madden to address the Cubs media in the dugout. No clubhouse availability for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, you would uh, you would figure that it would be Madden and, and the brass to say, how do you want to go out on this? And he's announcing his last game managed – as a Chicago Cub. Yeah, that's think. what I would imagine the situation was. And it's all happy, happy. I mean, they got the World Series a few years ago. I think it's it's a great decision by Some the Cubs class. brass because yeah. Joe Madden deserves that. Joe Madden deserves to be regarded as a, a pillar in that organization. He won the first World Series in, what, over 108 years or what, 109 years? Too bad it wasn't 179 years. Yeah. But in that sense, I mean, it's the right way to do it. There's There's a couple of ways to do business. That's the right way to do it. Hey, if this helps motivate and win one for Joe on the way out, I'm all for it. They just won two. (laughs) One more. One more. Brewers got to take care of their own business. We'll have uh, starting lineups, a shocking sort of uh, outfield configuration when you compare it to what it was earlier in the season. So we'll have that for you. Get you ready for game three and the final regular season scheduled game for the Brewers here in the 2019 championship season. In the meantime, it's uh, fantasy football and it's the NFL kickoff about seven minutes away. And let's get to you guys 
at 799-1250. Troy in Franklin, you're first up. What's up, Troy? Cheers, boys. I got a half point. PPR needs two. Chris Thompson, Allen Robinson, or Calvin Ridley. Go Brewers. Thanks, buddy. I'd go Calvin Ridley. Even though he needs Ryan's two old. of them. Ridley, and I like this. Did he say PPR? Half point. Half, Half point. point, yeah. Yeah, Thompson and Ridley. Mm-hmm. I'm staying away from guys in that Bears-Vikings game, unless it's Adam Thielen. Yep. Or Dalvin Cook. Good luck, T-Roy. Thanks, buddy. 799-1250. Taylor on the east side. What's happening? Hey, I got a half PPR league. I'm stuck at wide receiver two. I'm thinking either Thielen or Tyrell Williams. Go Brewers. Thielen or Williams, that's tough. Mm, Normally you just say just slam dunk. Thielen is a go. It's go time. He's your your main guy. He's your stud. Although Derek Carr is brutal on the road. Tyrell Williams and Daryl Waller are his guys. I go Tyrell Williams. I I still like Adam Thielen here despite against the Bears. So we have, a, we, we have a tiebreaker here. Adam. And we go to Evan Heffelfinger. Yes, that's his name. That is unbelievably close, but I think even against that stout Bears D, I have to go Adam Thielen. Yeah, I think just a slight edge. I, I really like Ty, uh, uh, Tyrell Williams. I do. But in this case, it's Adam Thielen. And you're right. Mm. Any other week, it's Thielen by a mile. But against that Bears defense, it's, it makes it very tough. It does. It does. 799-1250. Uh, West Dallas, we say hello to Jim. What's up, Jim? Yeah, I need one in a PPR league, uh, Stafford or Kyle Allen. Oh, good one. Stafford a little dinged up. He's going to go. He's always dinged up, and always. he's always going to go. But Kyle Allen. Are you buying in? Oh, boy. I you want to play, so bad. I do, I do, because I think the way the game shakes out is he's going to be chasing points. I think they're going to check down a lot. McCaffrey gets his hands on the ball. But a does J.J. Watt get his hands on the ball? I think even more reason to, to get the ball and get it out of your hands. That's true. So you're going Kyle Allen over but Matt then Stafford. Then you say you say it's a track meet. Matt Chiefs Stafford is chasing points too. I'm yes. going Stafford every yeah. day of the week. Yeah, I got to go Stafford too. I'm in. All right, I'm thanks, in. guys. Yeah, you got it. Wow, Joe in Bayview, you're next on the fan. I got a one point PPR. I need two of these guys: John Ross the third, DK Metcalf, Nicole Hardman, and John Brown on the Bills. How many do you need? Two of those. Two of those. Run them down again. Let's let's get to it. DK Metcalf, Nicole Hardman, John Ross the third, and John Brown on the Bills. Ross and Hardman. I agree. Hardman and Ross. Okay. That's your play. That's Perfect. your play. Thank yeah. Good luck. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. That hey, is. Yeah. You do not like McCole Hardman all I that just, much, do you? I don't know if I want to elevate him to elite status quite yet. Well, yeah, sure. I get that. But he's a solid play, especially in this kind of a track meet game. Right there in the slot, get it to him, let him run with it. I know this guy over here is rooting against him because he traded his quarterback. That's true, and his tight end. (laughs) That's right. But, hey, Julio Jones, there you go, Evan. Good work, buddy. Hey, how did you like those 12 catches from Cooper Cup last week? Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah, Yeah, I know. We'll be tracking this trade all season long, so tune in for more as the Heffelfinger turns on Fantasy Football Weekly. Uh, To Grafton, we say hello to Eric. Hey, guys. 
two questions. One being a PPR tight end, but Mark Andrews or Delaney Walker. Ooh, yeah, hold on. I do like them both. I love them both. Ah, me too. Man, I guess I yeah. really like Delaney. I do too, and I'm I'm leaning Walker here, an edge to Walker. All right. Here we go. We and got then, all over on Twitter. Here's hold on. Th- I think oh, I thought he had one more. Oh, he had one more. Sorry. No, it's the lightning round. You only get one. <laughs> Patrick, half point PPR need two. Marquise Hollywood Brown, Brandon Cooks, Kenny Galladay, Sammy Watkins. Galladay's in. Galladay's in, and Brandon Cooks or Marquise Brown. Yeah, that's the choice we had earlier. I think as a show, we said we said Brown, right? Yeah. There we go. Okay, well, LaShawn McCoy or Todd Gurley? Todd Gurley, right? McCoy's getting all the touches. Conventional wisdom says Gurley, but McCoy again. If he stays Would on you the pick field, one? I'm going to go Gurley. Shady, uh, Freeman, your boy, James White. Need one in a PPR. Gurley. All right, half point PPR, flex play, Disley or White? I think we had this one a little Disley. bit early. We went with Disley. Yep. Uh, this is from Joe. He has a quarterback question. Dalton, Stafford, or Winston? Andy Dalton is second in the league in passers. Stafford. Okay, and a half point PPR question. Von T- or Vernon Davis or D.D. Westbrook? I'm sorry? D.D. Westbrook or Vernon Davis? He says, I know my options suck. Thanks for the help. No, but that's digging deep, and that's what we're up against here at times. I, uh, I'm i going to go Westbrook. This is brutal. Jameis Winston or Josh Allen? <laughs> that is brutal. I'm going Winston. <laughs> Scott, you get the final phone call in on Fantasy Football Weekly. Quarterback, Lamar Jackson? Yes, Lamar Jackson. Yes. And then, how can I put Jordan Howard in my lineup for Derrick Henry this week? Yeah, just yeah. click and see what happens. See if the commissioner catches it. <laughs> you ever do that? Thanks, Scott. Try and no, click I've in a guy? Never no, I, I haven't either, but there are certain sites that... That allow you to? Well, nice. they allow you to make changes mid-game, like a 3 o'clocker. Oh, sure. And and then, you know, at 2.30, you can make a change. Just go ahead and try clicking. It will timestamp when you made that move. But, hey, Let's see what happens. Just, just see what happens. Got a couple more quickly here. Uh, Ridley, Fuller, or Cortland Sutton? Like Ridley. We have Ridley, Landry, Dorsett, Chark. Full Chark. point PPR. Ooh, he's going with Chark. I, I do like, like it. Chark. I do like him. He might be one of the next, in the group of next elite receivers. Yeah, that's for sure. He might be one of the ballers. All right, you're good? We're good. We're good. Next time we speak will be the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on deck show presented by Allegra Allergy Relief, and that'll be at 1 o'clock, so one hour from right now. And I don't know how to put it, a very interesting outfield when you compare it to what it was. So stick around for that. We'll get you ready for Game 3, regular season scheduled game, the final one. As the Brewers run into the playoffs continue, hey, thanks for listening. We'll see you next Sunday for Fantasy Football Weekly.